da da No, that's fucking uh, what the Back hell to the was Future. That? this one about star trek with back to the future music yeah i mean what's really sad is i was actually gonna do star wars but now i can't remember star wars either stage fright yeah stage fright uh hello uh welcome to after of our generation adam scott i'm ferris i'm shireen uh, in this podcast, we go through Adam Scott's filmography one at a time to definitively prove that he is the actor of our generation. Well, Ferris wants to prove that yes. to me. Cheering's along for the ride. Yeah. Uh, this episode, we're talking about Star Trek Eight: First Contact. Mm-hmm. It's a movie. Yes, in which Adam Scott plays a defiant. The USS Defiant is a ship. Right. So that he he plays the a defiant officer. Yeah. Uh, so I was hoping that he like when he first saw the role, I was hoping that he like defined defied someone. I know. I thought the same thing. Like it's like a description, right? Like shoot those boards, and he's like, no. But <laughs> apparently, he's just part of the U.S. That is defiant. not my job. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Shout out to Drake and Josh. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, but no, so he plays an officer on the USS Defiant. He's only on screen for like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I actually enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it was pretty good. Do you want to explain it? What was it about? Oh, yeah. So <laughs> You're so, just going to leave it at that. I liked this movie. Um, Next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the, okay, so the plot of the movie is the Borg travel back in time, intent on preventing Earth's first contact with an alien species. Mm -hmm. Captain Picard and his crew pursue them to ensure that Zephram Cochran makes his maiden flight reaching warp speed. Yes. So, for the people who don't aren't familiar with Star Trek, which I feel like we would fall under. We definitely fall under that category. Uh... We've seen. I've seen one of the revivals, and I've seen a, a, a smattering of the old show. Yeah, I think I've seen the first two of the new movies, um, and then I've watched like Wrath of Khan and some of the older ones. So this mm-hmm. is my first uh, next generation experience. It's, it's interesting you bring up Wrath of Khan. I was looking this up. Apparently, they were having difficulty selling the movies for next gen because apparently they weren't that good. Um, so they had to try to figure out a way to actually sell this movie. So in Wrath of Khan is essentially a follow-up to an episode mm-hmm. in the original series. So they did the same thing with this. So apparently the whole storyline of Patrick Stewart being taken by the Borgs and becoming a Borg was in an episode. Yeah. And this was like a follow-up to that episode. Was it just one episode? I thought it would have been like a longer storyline within the next generation. Well, it's like a follow-up to that. Yeah. But it's not follow-up to a movie. It's a follow-up to the show. Um, so they tried to follow the same like... That makes sense. What's the word? Same like um, equation mm-hmm. that is used for Wrath of Khan. And this is the best rated of the next gen movies. Yes. Uh, which is actually really interesting when I was reading about that. I think the movie does a good job in explaining things 
for maybe someone who hadn't seen the show. Yeah, definitely. So, like, I didn't know who Zephram Cochran was, but I now have learned that he's the person who made First Contact. Well, is he in any of the show? I feel like he is. Well, I assume he's character. already, like, passed away, but I, he's, he's, a, he's a figure in the shows. Oh, you think so? Because he's the founder. Okay. So, basically, what the First Contact is, is that this Zephram Cochran guy... Sometime after World War Three, invents a warp drive and takes it on its maiden voyage. Uh, and at that time, an advanced alien species, which we learn at the end of the movie, were um, Vulcans. Live long and prosper. Were were traveling through the gap through the uh, solar system. Mm-hmm. Happened to be traveling through the solar system. Uh, thinking that there are no advanced life forms on it, including humans. Um, and they didn't think of humans as advanced. But because Mr. Cochran, Professor Cochran, uh, happened to test out his warp drive at that time, they realized, oh, humanity has figured out warp travel. So they came and visited, and that was the first contact, and that's what spurred everything that happened after that. Mm-hmm. So the Borgs, which are this... Um, Half robot, half machine collective uh, with the hive mind entity um, wanted to go back in time to that moment and mm-hmm. stop it from yeah. happening uh, and basically stop humanity from ever uh, facing them. Yeah, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. And it was very good because, like we said, Picard, Patrick Stewart, Professor X, he. <laughs> He has experience with them, and he was part, part simulated into the Borgs at some point in the show. Yeah. So he has a lot of PTSD and, like, baggage. And he's just trying to have... Re- so he gets called out for just wanting to take revenge against the Borgs as opposed to doing what's right for his team. Right. Uh, and that led to the famous, like, we will draw the line here, no further. Um, what kind of accent was that? That was my Patrick Stewart accent. That was really bad. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> I did not see Professor X when I heard that. <laughs> Logan. Um, oh, God. Uh, so that's the basic plot. Um, a lot more happens. Uh, Adam Scott's role primarily centers around, uh, centers pre-time travel. Yeah. So when the Borg ship shows up, uh, he is part of the defiant ship that is fighting them before the Enterprise shows up mm-hmm. and saves the day. Um, and then uh, Commander Wolf, who... Wow, you know their, all their names? Come on, Wolf is famous. Wow, I just knew him as the Klingon guy. Okay, so Commander Wolf, who is the commander of the Defiant, comes aboard the Enterprise. Could have brought... I think Adam Scott's character died, but we never saw that happen. Because it doesn't make sense for him to just leave his crew and just be like, I'm going to go to safety. Y'all can die now. I don't think he died. So I think they thought they won. And then the remainder of the Borg ship started going back in time. And Worf just happened to be on the Enterprise when they chased them. You think so? Yeah, I don't think Adam Scott's character dies in that he was exploded. Uh, I think 
I, I don't think he was killed. I think he just died because all of reality ceased to exist the way it did when the Borgs went back in time. Adam Scott says he died. Uh, Adam Scott... Okay, so Adam Scott was in an interview about this role. Yeah, he, he didn't get an interview about the role. He was in an interview in general for like a movie. I don't know what movie it was. Um, we will find out, obviously. And they asked him if he were to play one role for the rest of his life, what would it be? And he picked this role. And he said that it would be like a prequel series, a five-movie prequel series about that character and what brought him to the Defiant and made him who he is. And it's cute that this is the role he picked because it's such a small role, but he clearly just really wants to be in the Star Trek universe. Yeah, because, I mean, I, I've never seen Parks and Rec, but apparently his character writes Star Trek fanfic, so that's yeah. fun. He's a ma So he's a massive nerd in Parks and Rec, but I think that just reflects him... Yeah, because of his life. freak out of meeting Mark Hamill yeah. on the, was it Tonight Show or something? Uh, was it not Conan? I don't know which one. It, it was, was one of was, those late yeah, night talk yeah. shows, and he met Mark Hamill and freaked out. Yeah, so... Luke Skywalker, in case no one knows what so that is. So he is a massive nerd in life, so it's funny. But, some things, he got wrong in that, in his memory of that role. He said defiant uh, officer... Yeah, in the way that we thought it was. The way we thought it was. He remembered it as he defied someone, not that he was an in officer the on the USS, off, uh, USS Defiant. Uh, so he misremembered that. So he probably also misremembered himself dying because he didn't actually die. He just ceased to exist. Well, maybe he just wants a better character arc. So he's decided that his character is defiant and dies so that the prequels will give more clarity as to why I mean, he's it's defiant. It's probably like 20 years later for a five-second role, so I don't blame him for forgetting. I mean, if he's this big of a nerd, he obviously knows his character. Yeah, he's probably like went and rewatched it. But <laughs> he got some things wrong in the interview, as adorable as it was. Adorable? Okay. Hmm. Manly. Nasty. <laughs> I'm not making fun of your use for... <laughs> making fun of your use of adorable this is just a really odd choice of descriptor for that interview it's just mostly the luke interaction is adorable so oh they were completely different interviews yeah. though uh so that's his role basically he Worf tells him do this and he does it and i was hoping he would be like no Worf, go fuck yourself but he's not defiant he's just your language marked explicit for a reason. <laughs> I get one fuck. And that was my second one. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That was his role. He was fine. I liked the movie. It was fun. So, interesting fun fact that I found out. That Tom Hanks was supposed to be in this movie. As the Seth from Cochran guy. That would have been a completely different movie. I liked who they cast. But apparently Tom Hanks is a huge Trekkie. Okay. So, like, he was excited for the role, but he couldn't do it. I think I really need to watch more Star Trek. Okay, so we had this conversation when we were watching it, because I'm of the... Like, I've seen some Star Trek. My parents really liked Star Trek. My mom was apparently a big Star Trek fan. My I love Star Trek. I, like, want to see Star Trek, but it's too big of, like, a fandom to get into that I feel like Battlestar Galactica is a little easier to, like, go into. Yeah, but I mean, we got into Professor. Uh, professor, we got into Doctor Who. Okay, Ferris. 
you got into Doctor Who several years after I was already into Doctor sure, Who. Sure, but that is also like a massive, long-lasting fandom that we were able to get into. Yeah, but I didn't touch bef- pre-2005. Yeah. I think I would just start at Next Generation. See, I would start at the old series because I'm a William Shatner yeah. fan. <laughs> His Priceline commercials are top-notch. I, I think Next Generation looks more interesting. Are you kidding me, Spock? I get it. It's, it's the reason this exists. I've seen Wrath of Khan. Why would you find... Like, there's a Futurama episode about the original Star Trek, not Next Gen. The Professor. Yeah, I love Patrick Stewart. I asked if he's ever been nominated for Sexiest Man Alive, because I think he's quite handsome in this. But still, William Shatner. Yeah. And Leonard Nimoy. I think I'm going to start with Next Generation. That makes no sense. Why wouldn't she start with Kirk and then go to Picard? Because that series looks really tough to watch right now. It's fun. It's the 70s. Yeah. Okay. You get to see troubled... Oh, are they... What are their names? They're literally fluffy guys. These fluffy alien guys that, like, take over the ship. It's called Troubles with Trebles, I think, or Troubles with Something is the name of the episode. I will always remember that episode. Furbies. They aren't Furbies. <laughs> it's the 70s. They were like little, little like cotton balls that were dyed pink. Okay. Do uh, you have any more thoughts about this? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think it was fun. There were a lot of people in it that like I was shocked to see were in Star Trek. I didn't know they were in Star Trek. I'm a big fan of Data. I think part of the reason I want to watch The Next Generation is because of Data. Not a fan. Only because he's a robot. Here's key. Okay, I'm sorry. That scene where he like like literally had an orgasm, it was weird. He'd never been touched before. He apparently had sex seven years ago. Seven years, some weeks, four days, and four hours ago. Okay, just because he's clearly a... He's a sex toy. A sex toy. He is a sex toy. He was created for the purposes of sex. Look, all of the all of the Trekkie fans listening to this podcast right now have just quit because you've talked shit about Data. I know for a fact that Data is a very popular character. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to say. I have thoughts, but I won't say them. <laughs> no, no thought. No, nothing is going to be said. <laughs> terrible it's just it's not like a tear like at least own it at least own the fact that you were built with sexual appendages so that you could have sex with people yet it doesn't make sense he saved the day he saves the day but he like had so many chances of doing that he could have broken that thing down a long time ago and escaped no, because remember, he had to bide his time. He had to convince the Borg Collective uh, that he was on their side because he had to deactivate the uh, everything with the ship because he had, to, he had to wait for the human crew members to destroy the, um, the device that they were building. That's true. That's uh, true. So he had to wait for that, and then when the ship was set to self-destruct he needed to convince her that he was on her side or i'm saying her because the collective's 
uh, was, was had a, a yeah. It was there. The manifestation of the collective was this woman. This one article I read there. It was ten things that they learned from rewatching, and it was sexy Borg. <laughs> was one of the. I thought it was funny. Okay, so I liked the movie overall. I did too. I did think it was fun. Um, I really liked the. We will draw the line here. No further. And I, I liked the resistance is futile because I've heard that my entire life. Um. But yeah, I think it was fun. I mean, I still feel like I'd watch Battlestar Galactica first and then move into Star Trek. I think Star Trek is just a big undertaking. That's fair. And I feel like it's a huge world. That I, it's like, I, I, okay, so it's like Lord of the Rings. I really want to get into Lord of the Rings, read all the books, all this stuff. It's just daunting. Mm-hmm. It's very daunting to get, I don't know. Fandom, I, I get scared by fandoms. Like, people who are ultra fans scare me. Yeah. Like, I'm a big fan of Harry Potter. Love Harry Potter. It's I read it almost every year. Every year, every other year, I read these books. But I don't get super fans. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm a super fan, and I don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Because it, it scares. It, like, it makes me feel uncomfortable because I feel like I'm not uh, good enough, I guess. I'm not a fan enough. Yeah. And I feel like I, I love, I'm a nerd, so I love things like Doctor Who, I, um, Harry Potter, obviously. I really enjoyed Lord of the Rings. I like the old Star Wars, but I don't feel like I could go into the fan fan world because I feel like I'd get overwhelmed and feel like I can't, I don't belong. I don't like it when fans want to put themselves as better fans than others. That makes sense. And I, I like, I get, I sometimes, I will say, I sometimes get to that point with Harry Potter because I kind of don't like when I see um, this, this thing that keeps going. Like, I keep seeing these women who are like, I love Harry Potter, but then they only talk about, women or men, and then they only talk about the movies. And I'm like, that's not the same. And I do get a little bit judgmental there, but I can't. I have to stop myself because I know that that's something I don't like happening to me. Like, when I'm like, oh, I'm a huge nerd, and people laugh at me. <laughs> I'm like, no, I am, I promise. <laughs> I have gotten a fandom tattoo. That's true. Uh, but those t- tattoos, the tattoo I got kind of helped me become... Like, they're about two characters that I have, I feel like have helped me become the person I am. I don't have a problem with fandom tattoos. Yeah. I don't. I genuinely don't. I think... I, I don't have a problem with people being fans of things. I just have to watch myself because sometimes I get, like, judgmental of things. Like, I can't say that I'm a big Lord of the Rings fan because all I've seen is the movies. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just something I put on myself. But I shouldn't put that on other people. See, I get so excited that anyone shares a, a, a fandom with me uh, that yeah. I don't mind them. You compete. You compete on fandoms. You have constantly tried to poke at my fandom of Harry Potter. Not really. You're the you're the bigger Harry Potter fan. Yeah, but I you just, constantly I just, try to compete over it. I just you? like it. I just get really excited when I I, I you remember know something that, that I, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I forget things, <laughs> but like you will f- 
fine. And you will try so hard to do this. And I'm like, you read the fourth book once and it was like a year ago. Like, calm down. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. All right. Uh, so for some housekeeping notes, uh, we know that there's a Parks and Rec reunion that just happened. But we're not, we've decided not to cover it. Um, we also know that he's doing a, a, to, a, a game show. We're not going to cover it because we're trying to go in order. Uh, other than that, uh, we now we have a Spotify, we have iTunes, we have any SoundCloud. other podcasting streaming yeah. service you can find us. Download, rate, and review us. I hear people always say that on podcasts. Yeah, apparently, like rating and commenting on iTunes is like the best way to get uh, more traction. Oh yeah. So if you could rate us and comment on iTunes, that would be great. Um, Instagram, I'm still somewhat messing around with Instagram and figuring it out at actor underscore of underscore our underscore generation so (laughs) i say that because you hate it (laughs) thank you for listening yeah thanks all for listening um we hope you all are staying safe and and are happy hopefully during this quarantine i know it's rough but hopefully we can give you guys some 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 like uh social interaction (laughs) by just listening to us talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Bye. Bye.